Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay, so hello everyone and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Patricia Loff, a rapid health transformation. So Patricia shows you how to develop, engage and benefit from your body's own natural healing abilities. Fantastic. Patricia, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, so welcome. So can you just expand a bit more on what that is, who you serve, and how you are able to help your clients? I, I mostly work with cancer patients, and I mostly work with people who have come to realize that when uh, they're working on the end result of cancer, that is the, the diseased cells and the symptoms, um, they're not getting the most out of, out of their health care. So if, if this is the cause and this is the result, to work only on the result while still pouring into the cause um, makes this end a lot more difficult. So I help people with the cause end, and it's not diet and exercise. Most people think that uh, disease is a result of poor diet and poor exercise. Not that they're not important, they're, they're mm. very important but there's something that's even a bigger contributor to the disease factor. And that is our own uh, thoughts, conscious and subconscious and emotions, conscious and subconscious. And uh, so what I train people how to reconfigure and reprogram those mo- main two areas to have a different chemical impact on their body so that their cells operate and replicate differently. That's fantastic. So we have our own innate ability to to control our body and be able to um, use this to help us to heal to move forward that um maybe not a lot of people are, are used to or maybe never been shown how to do it before right we're, we're all born with this ability to do it but if you're like me uh, i wasn't taught how to use it i wasn't taught how to use it until i needed it and so uh, I, and then i had to find out for myself and now that's what i help people do beautiful what's the, this sounds this is going to sound like yeah music to some people's ears other people may be coming to this being like oh that's a stretch for me how have you been able to bridge that gap between you know um western medicine and our ability to be more um unique about our own our own ability uh i think the trick is uh the trick is i've done it so um so i have that authenticity piece you're learning from somebody who's been where you are and for me that's that's the only way i want to learn if somebody hasn't done what i want to do 
I, I have trouble learning <laughs> what it is that they're selling, uh, but I've done it. I was really sick for a long time and, uh, and through a series of miracles, really, I found this little piece of information that really helped me to overcome uh, disease after I was given three to six months to live. So that's the first part, I've done it. Uh, the second part is I then went on to study traditional Chinese medicine. Hold, hold on, hold on. The voice of the audience here, let, let me go backwards. What okay. was that nugget that you spoke about? You can't just plow through and say there's this amazing <laughs> thing. And then it's like, no, no, tell me more about that. Okay. So uh, I was given three to six months to live. And if everybody, if nobody knows that the universe has a sense of humor, here it is. Two weeks to the day after that, I was sent some raw research material from uh, Candace Pert, who you might have heard of. She's a was a neuroscientist. And and she really defined the path of chemical production in the human body um, as we respond to stimulus. So every time we respond to stimulus, which happens tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of times a day, we produce a chemical. The chemical travels to the cell of the body, looks for the appropriate docking site, mm -hmm. deposits information into the cell, and then that information influences how the body, how the cell will operate and and eventually replicate. And so if the type of information is dependent on the type of response that we have to the stimulus. So that was the information. I think it was on page three of the research and I went, oh my gosh, like I have some influence here. And I started to play around with that. And within about three weeks, I started to feel better. And most of my clients start to feel a difference in about three weeks. Um, and in about 18 months, I was completely better. And better than I've ever been, actually. So I mean, that's that's incredible. I mean, you know, in this industry, we hear so many stories about people healing themselves and doing these incredible things. I think mm -hmm. what you just eloquently described is it is that bridge that a lot of people um, and me myself, I struggled with years and years ago. I couldn't see that connection. I think mm -hmm. what you described there is the science behind it, and I'm yes. logical. I'm very scientific. Me too. Katie is the woo, the spirituality. I'm more the how it's the neuroscience, how it fits in the psychology. I need to see proof. I want to see proof. So the way we work together, that's our magic. But yes. I say that because you said the chemical production in our body. Now you're talking my language. Yes. But I think it's the duality of this way that you can control your body yes. with the added, um, whether you want to call it the placebo effect or the nocebo effect, the ability to have more faith to understand, to believe that that change is possible. So I think those two things working together. Yes, you don't even have to believe it, actually. If you go through it, um, so, so that's the one piece. The science is the one piece. And then the rules of the mind. The rules of the mind, the mind operates according to some really basic primitive rules. And it runs your entire mind, both subconscious and conscious, and therefore it runs your body, your behaviors, your beliefs and whatnot. Mm -hmm. uh, if you can, if you know the rules of the mind, then you can start to use the rules of the mind to get the results that you do want. So if you use the science plus the rules of the mind, and um, in, in traditional Chinese medicine, there's a branch of traditional Chinese medicine called Qigong. They have a beautiful way of reaching the subconscious mind while in a conscious state and reprogramming it in a way where you can actually feel your body changing. And so that's that's the, kind of the trifecta effect of science and woo-woo and, um, and, you know, a little bit of knowledge to, to use the rules of the mind in your favor. 
I geek out on this stuff and I'm going to dumb it down, maybe make some stupid comments, but it is as simple as it is the body, but then you go back one step and it's the rules of the mind. Love the way you said that. And one step back, it's the, it's the spirituality. It's the thing outside of that. So you pinpointed those Brilliant. three areas, right? Brilliant. Yes. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Oh. <laughs> so you've gone through this. So authentically, you've actually done this, which again, is provable by you being here, but it's still just your story. So yes. how do you help to actually bridge that gap with something a little bit tangible? Um, so people don't just come to you with hope and faith or the last resort. It is, no, no, this is grounded. I, mm -hmm. I want to explore this. Yes. So I have, I have tools that I give them like, uh, you know, information tools, videos, recordings that they can practice with so that they can actually get that feel for themselves. And it, mm -hmm. it can happen almost instantaneously. So once they get the feel, they start to get convinced of, uh, of what they can do for themselves. Oh, the power of the quick win, right? The power yes. of a little bit of dopamine yes. to see that this is working. And once yes. you understand it, um, then it's like, I want, I want more of this. What, what else is possible? I think that's the phrase. What else yes. is possible? Yeah. And, you know, um, is that teaching that I've, that I'm so limited actually correct? And it turns out it's not. So, what so do you mean if, by that? Uh, we're all taught to kind of shrink as we grow older and, you know, conform is what I would say is probably a better word. What we're taught it, um, in school and in our homes is how to um, belong and behave so that we fit. Most of us don't fit. And that's why, <laughs> that's why we get sick. Most of us have really brilliant ideas from time to time. Um, and we get convinced to water them down or, you know, temper them so that they fit. And that's not what we're here for. We're here to, to blossom and to test those limits and break through those limits. As we've seen like time and time again from, you know, Martin Luther King is a great example of that. Um, um, who is that guy that ran the first four minute mile or whatever it was? Uh, he, Ban yes. Roger Bannister, that was the one. So he he's another good example. We're meant to push the boundaries of the limitations, whether they're real or imagined, and and see what's on the other side. Mm. Now, one thing that's sort of coming to mind now is the way you said that it's the alignments of you know, people become we become ill, we become sick, we have injuries because of the the lack of alignment with. You're told, yeah. here's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to get this job. You're supposed to conform to this. You're supposed to have the family, have the house. Then you'll be happy. Do all these things. But we're out of alignment with our core self, our true beliefs, our, our passions and what we want. So we're living this life, but deep down, we want to live this life. And maybe it's that lack of alignment, which uh, do you believe that that is maybe something that is a cause of um, a lot of illness and disease. hundred percent, hundred percent. Yes. Uh, your body will always call you to your highest vision. And it, and the more we deny that, the more, the more ill we become. Mm. And, and then I, I shouldn't say the more ill we become, the more, um, the more consequence that can happen in the body. It might be something as, as tiny as a little bit of arthritis. Oh, we can live with that. Um, and then it might get a little bit louder where, you know, we might need joint replacements. Well, you know, that's normal as you age, 
well, what if it's not normal? <laughs> what if that first call of a sore joint means something else besides that you're, you turn 50 or 40 or whatever it is? What if it means that little call in your heart that you've been ignoring your entire life is, uh, is trying to get your attention? What if that was it? Mm. And I think it sounds so simple. It, sounds it is simple. So simple. Healing is, people think that healing is this big mystery and mystical experience. It's not, it's extremely simple. We're all born with it. Uh, but like I said, we're just not taught how to use it. But once you're taught how to use it, you can't unknow what you know, and you can't look back. You'll never look at disease the same again. That's for sure. But I, I also want to hold space there because whether people are sort of switching off or we're still here with a bit of doubt in their mind, it is, we have to be able to maybe um, hold space for a little bit of doubt or a bit of guilt, because mm. if it really was that true, that means I put myself through this. Therefore, with you know, confirmation bias, I need to hold on to the past that uh, it can't be true. So I'm going to see everything. I'm going to see all the research says this is rubbish. I'm going to see all the people that say this and conform to that because I need to. If I think if we can just hold space with a bit of forgiveness and an open oh, mind. Yes. Oh, think- yes. Well, most definitely. Not everybody. Um, like I always assess my uh, new clients for a state of readiness. And not everybody has that state of readiness where they're ready to surrender to this process. Uh, a lot of people are in resistance. And, and that is okay. That just happens to be where they are. They, some, t- some people need more information. Like um, an analytical person like you mm-hmm. and I, we want the science for it. And so I try to provide that for them and still they might be resistant because of, you know, past programming. Um, they, they don't want it to be right because mm. what would that mean about them? Just as you mentioned. Um, so, so that is okay. Like I, I have to, I have to uh, honor that as well. Yeah. Um, beautiful that you can, you can do that and hold that space because it's, sure. it's so important. Um this is so much fun, but I want, I want to talk about you and, and your business because you with this knowledge and you've been through what you have. So you have all these understandings of how your, your mind can change your physiology, how your mind can overcome beliefs and what happens when you do. So, yeah, I want to, we're here to wave the flag to say we all have challenges in our Absolutely. business. We all still have fears, doubts, overwhelm, guilt, all these things. Um, can you share where you are and the things that, oh my gosh, you're still battling with or things that you, damn it, you just can't quite overcome? Um, I don't think that there's anything that I can't overcome, but <laughs> there are the, the, road, the road to, uh, I guess, business success, for want of a better word, mm. is, uh, is paved with not as much glory as people might like and <laughs> a lot of challenges that people might not like. And so for me, the learning curve through business, uh, it's been 20 years, is, uh, it, it's a continual path. There's always something else that seems like too much of a mountain to, to learn the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And so for instance, I'm just switching my, my, um, my work to online work in hopes of reaching more people who need my services. And I thought that would just be as easy as flipping everything that I know into a little program and it would take off and do everything for me. But 
lo and behold, that's not the case. <laughs> I have to learn even more things like how to do online marketing, which is uh, new for me and, mm. and how to do um, banking, for instance, from all over the world. When, when pe- um, clients are paying me and they're from all different parts of the world. So there's, there's ne- a never ending path of learning. So it's not just that you master the skill of the thing that you're in business for. You also have to master some other skills as well, like finance and business skills and marketing and mm. the list goes on. The HR. Whole ecosystem <laughs> of, of a business, right? I mean, we've been for discussing sure. the ecosystem of our body. Now yeah. we're going to the ecosystem of, of the business, all these, right? the entirety of the yes. When we say yes to, I want to be online and reach more people. It's like, cool. You're yeah. also saying yes to this, 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 and this. You're also saying no to that, 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 and that. Um, mm-hmm. That's part of it. Do it you is. really want it? And that's where yes. we're, we're always at choice. Yes. Uh, and again, the state of readiness applies to this as much as it applies to healing. Uh, are, are you ready for the challenges of business? Because I think most people quit um, when things get difficult, but things will be difficult. And um, for instance, when I when I first started out and I was so excited about this thing that I learned about reversing disease and I went to talk to all these doctors and I thought they would say, um, they would say, wow, that's just amazing. And let's get on this. And I thought healthcare would just really roll over uh, mm. from this discovery of Candace Pert. And I went to work for um, healthcare change projects and all that kind of stuff in hopes that this, that that's what they were talking about. Uh, and, and it wasn't, <laughs> mm. it wasn't, I was dismissed by uh, doctor after doctor after doctor as being some kind of lunatic. And, um, and the change that, that the hospitals were talking about were not the change that I was talking about. And so there was a huge disconnect and disappointment there. Um, and I could have quit. Um, now, so we're 20 some odd years later, I have doctors who, who refer patients to me, their patients to me as clients. And I have doctors signing up for my programs. So uh, the, if I'd quit, then uh, I'd, I wouldn't see what I'm seeing now. Fantastic. I think there's, there's a beautiful element there of from your perspective, how do you know if it's a difficulty or uncomfort rather than it's the wrong thing to be doing? Because mm. I mean, we there is some flavor to it where it's like, oh, it's too uncomfortable. Like, I don't, I shouldn't do this. Versus, no, this is fundamentally wrong for me or my business. Uh, for me, um, I can't not do this. So if somebody talks to me about um, a health issue and I do nothing, my body is so pained, um, I I can't even tolerate it. So I can't not proceed ahead. That doesn't mean I don't make mistakes because I've made plenty of them. Um, But I I know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing because Mm. when I don't do it, it's bad news for me. Uh, So that's what keeps me plowing ahead um, despite all the obstacles and the challenges and the requirements for me that I don't necessarily want to do, but I know, you know, if it's required of me, it's required of me. So, you know, you have to be willing and able to sacrifice. Um, uh, So sacrifices are like enjoying time off weekends off, maybe evenings off, maybe for, for a while in until you kind of get, get your ground going. Mm. And for you, is it is it so easy to, to to maybe overwork or work too much because of your passion for 
for what you do. And we were talking offline about some of the results you had for your clients just, just this week. It's like, oh, that's incredible. Is it kind of addictive for you that you find yourself working maybe harder than you should, um, but through this passion of, but I love what I do and it makes a difference? Um, so that that's another good distinction to make. Um, it doesn't feel like work to me. So it's not... I never feel like I'm overworked, even though I'm accused of overworking frequently. <laughs> uh, but it doesn't feel like it's draining or overwork. It does feel like a service and it does feel like a calling for me. Um, but but yes, I'm not very good at taking time off, I would have to say. Yeah, I think you fit into the uh, the bucket of quite a few entrepreneurs out there who love what we do. Yes. And I... I constantly catch myself in a moment of, you know, spending too many hours working too hard because like, but I love this. I love what I do. And to rein it in is, can be, can be tough sometimes, but our, our partners, everyone around us can, oh, they can see it even if we can't, right? Yes. Yes. But does it feel like work to you? Does it feel like you're working too hard or does it just feel like you're going to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing? Now that depends on what I'm doing because I know there's certain things that if I'm in alignment with, I could do it so, so long um, yeah. with a, you know, the creativity behind the products that we serve, the coaching that we do, how to make it more visual, how to make it more usable. There's always ideas and things to improve it. That's my jam. I love that stuff. But if it's on other things and it feels like it's, it's hard, it feels like I'm you know, running through, through mud and I can't quite do it to catch myself and realize this doesn't feel right. This mm. doesn't feel good. There should be an easier way. Um, I think that's my, that's my go-to to understand okay. if it's the right kind of thing. Does that make sense? Yes, it makes total sense. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> so what's, yeah. what's this year bringing for you personally? Where's your, where's your focus? I know you said you're, you've moved into online. So your challenge is to be able to find the right marketing strategies find the right platforms find the way to get your what you do your genius online is that your biggest focus that that's that's one of the main focuses it's that and what a learning curve that is like well if somebody told me how much work that was going to be going into it uh maybe i wouldn't wouldn't have done it i'm not sure but it was a surprise <laughs> to learn how much work it it really is um and and so to keep up with all the learning curve to keep up with the clients and to keep up with creating good a good product for my clients that that's a challenge um uh doing all that at the same time and um i'm also writing a book so uh <laughs> we'll see we'll see i'll probably i will probably be accused once again of uh overworking <laughs> Beautiful. And who's who's guiding you through this time? Because you can't do this all on your own. So what kind of team have you got to one guide you and two working you know, with you in, as in your your employees or contractors? I have I have a business coach, thankfully, and I probably didn't learn that one early enough uh, in the process. Mm. Um, and I do have help around me to for uh, business things like finances and uh, tech uh, issues. Mm -hmm. um, and my, my main guides are my traditional Chinese medicine teachers who, who keep me grounded and um, um, it, it don't let me run off in a direction that, that uh, wouldn't be fruitful. Nice. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. uh, what would you say is the, is the biggest, the biggest um, advice you can give someone, the greatest advice to 
get to where you are right now that's been if you could only go back and tell yourself something earlier and understand it and really feel it that would have made a difference for you I would say master your craft is is the first one because if you don't have that you don't have anything else so master your craft um, don't expect anything to come easy even though you might be a genius and even though you're whatever it is that you're serving um, whatever service you're providing might mm-hmm. be genius and the best thing in the world um, don't don't expect it to come easy um, and allow, allow the art of business to develop you. You become a different person because business, when you do it well, requires something of you that you probably didn't even think you had in you. So allow your business to develop you into that person, uh, mm. which means don't quit. <laughs> Perfect. Hey, thank you so much. This, this has been so much fun. We could, we could go for another half an hour on all this stuff and I could geek out so much. So, Hey, thank you for sharing. Thank you for, thank you so much. um, you know, giving some, some, amazing nuggets. If people want to find out more about you, um, about what you do and get in touch with learning and, and and maybe hiring you to help them through specific challenges, where can they find you? Uh, I have a website. Most people contact me from my website. It's patricialoft.com. You can also follow me on Facebook, uh, Patricia Loft Therapy um, and Instagram, patricia.loft. So. Perfect. Everyone, check out Patricia and Patricia thank you so much this has been amazing thank you so much welcome hey Katie yeah Mark want to do an outro I sure do sweet hey thank you so so much for listening and making it to the end yay you so what happens next we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is. And we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah. So please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. See you next time. Bye.